True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, hello, this is the True Crime Broads, and we just want to remind everybody that these opinions expressed on our show are simply that. They are people's opinions. We do not back them up as fact. We are simply interviewing people who have contacted us who want to come forward and share their opinions. Couldn't agree more. Okay, well, thanks so much and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee, and we have such a good episode today. We have some um, a local couple actually contacted us after hearing our last episode with Robert Shane Fortier, and while they believe, I think, with the overarching theme, they kind of had some details that they wanted to clear up, which is great. We want to talk to everyone on True Crime Broads. We don't really you know, we don't really have any idea what happened and we're just trying to help piece it together and we get contacted by people and we let them share their stories. So we're really excited that you guys are here and we appreciate it. Oh, and there's a couple of times during this upcoming interview where it kind of glitches out because they were on Zoom, but hang in there and be patient because it's it's brief and, and you can still understand everything. What they're saying. Yeah, yeah. We, we just had a couple times where we had to ask them to repeat things. So just hang in there and enjoy this episode of True Crime Broads. Thanks. Recording in progress. Hello, welcome back to True Crime Broads. We're really excited about our guests today. They're local to Ellis County and... Something really cool about this couple is they run the local haunted house, and it's huge, you guys. You've got to go check it out. It's called Creekside Manor. I've actually been there. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. See, yeah. Renee's from the area, and um, we've seen. I've seen awesome pictures of it. I'll have to finally go. I live an hour away now, so it's not as easy, but Renee, you're right there, so that's yeah. awesome. So yeah, anyway, well, today we're really excited to introduce Wintress and Rusty Mentor. Welcome to True Crime Broads. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you for having us. I think we'll just let you guys go ahead and get started if you'd like to. Um, We know that you were acquainted with the person that was discussed on the last show. Actually, the person who was our guest as well. So we'll just let you go ahead and tell your story if you'd like, and we'll probably just ask some questions as we go. Okay, that's great. So I want to say it was back in October 2015. Um, I had received a friend request on Facebook from uh, Tammy, uh, Tammy Welch. I guess it's Tammy Heap Welch Lejeune or something like that. Anyway, and it just seemed like, uh, you know, harmless and, you know, no big deal. So she sent me a friend request and I accepted. And I had just noticed over, you know, uh, past, you know, a few months of us being friends, she would post a lot of pictures of herself and her and her husband. And at the time, um, I was doing a lot of, uh, things. I was 
cooking. I was in a magazine uh, doing, you know, showing off recipes and stuff. And I was posting those things on Facebook and uh, she would respond to a lot of them, just commenting on the pictures and stuff. And uh, then March rolls around and she had invited my husband and I to her husband's birthday party. And, you know, we realized that I asked my husband, I was like, Hey, you want to go to this lady and her husband's house? They're having a birthday party for her husband. And I think she was just, you know, wanting a lot of people there and she was doing a crawfish boil, which I have a lot of family that's from Louisiana. So we have a lot of, you know, uh, experience in doing crawfish bowls and she had never done one before. So I was like, yeah, we can show up a little bit early and kind of help you out, you know, with this crawfish bowl. So, and her husband's birthday is in March, I guess it was March 26th. And that's when, you know, she was doing the party. So we went over. Uh, and there was a lot of people there. Uh, when, when we showed up, her husband answered the door and we're like, Hey, you know, we introduced ourselves and he was like, yeah, my wife said that y'all had been talking on Facebook. Come on in, you know, very friendly. Uh, so that's what we did. Uh, then kind of helped me out, kind of helped me remember like, so, so the, the, we met them about, about a month before the murder of Missy Beavers. Wow. And we, we thought that you guys had known each other a long time. That's interesting. No, no, no. And because we have, well, my, my wife's originally from Cedar Hill, but I have basically lived here my whole life, uh, about, I guess, 40, 45 years uh, but they were, they were newer to the area when David and Tammy got married, they were in Dallas uh, and they were living in a downtown in some apartments and they moved down here to their house in shallow. No, it was Crystal. Uh, I'm sorry. Crystal forest. Crystal yeah. Forest. And, uh, that's where they were living when we met them and, and we went down to the, to the birthday party for David the very first time. And that was in March of 2016, 2016. And it just kind of clicked. Uh, I, I was never a Tammy fan. David and I hit it off instantly. Uh, he's uh, David and I are still friends. Uh, we're still very close friends. In fact, he was just over here at our house a couple of weeks ago, I mm-hmm. think. Yes. And, and uh, he, he lives up, uh, north of the Metroplex now with his with his parents, they are having some really bad health issues because of their age, oh. and and he's he's living up there. Uh, so anyway, um, David, uh, like I said, he 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 was a good he's a good person, always was, still is a good person, um, but. I, I just never, I never cared for Tammy. There was always something about her. And 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having to, can you still hear me? Okay. Oh yeah. We hear you perfectly. Yeah. That's okay. great. All right. Um, so at this party, the, the very first party we went to with, which was David's birthday party pertaining to actually to the, the situation with Missy, there, there was another couple there and their names were, there were two other couples there and, and we all become friends. It was a circle of friends and we all started hanging out and doing things together. And not swingers. Yeah, not swingers. That, <laughs> we understand that. So, so this, this, this thing about, and yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Just touch on that. I know Robert made comment about everybody in Midlothian swingers and all that. That's not true. I'm going to tell you that the time that we spent with, uh, with that family and all of our friends, we never witnessed that. And I can tell you this, we witnessed a lot of infidelity and, and things of that nature, for sure. No swinging. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so, uh, but anyway, now that we got that clear, right. uh, there was a, there was a couple, uh, named, uh, Tina and Lyle, Tina and, Lyle, and their last name was, I, it starts with a V. I don't remember exactly how you pronounce it. But it was Tina and Lyle, and then Stephanie and Frank, and then Rusty and I, and then Tammy and David. So, like, you know, as four couples, we'd go out to eat. We went to a lot of concerts, including the Blizzard of Oz. We did go and see them a couple of times. And, and yeah, and that's how we met, because you, you guys had mentioned we own the haunted house. So, we, we all took my hearse one night and we all loaded up in it and we all went to the house of blues in Dallas one night and we went up there for this blizzard of Oz concert. But this is the thing as we were hanging out and doing things together, Tammy was always on the phone and she was always talking to people very, I don't even know how to explain it. I just, I never really understood the relationship between Tammy and David because David is such a good person. Um, and she is not. We've always <laughs> heard that part. about him. Yeah, that was, I, I, our, that, was I, that was the way we saw the situation from the outside looking in. So that's interesting. No, it, it is. And, I, and I'm just telling you to this day, uh, he calls me brother. And he called, he'll just call me out of the blue and he'll do on a regular basis. He calls me all the time. Hey, how are you doing, brother? How are you, you know, how's everything going? Um, you know, how's things down in Midlothian? Uh, he and I talk a lot. So anyway, we went to this concert and, and you could tell, I mean, I'm, I'm a kind of person that I'll step back and I watch everybody's body language. I watch how they react when other people approach as you're in a group and things like that. And this was supposedly the first time that Tammy had met. You may have to repeat that in person because I reached out to him, you know, you may have to repeat um, all that because we didn't hear that. I'm is, sorry. Our, our Zoom kind okay. of our connection went out. I think what you just said was this was the first time that Tammy and Scott had met in person. Yeah. Okay. This is gotcha. what she said. This is what she said. Okay. Now, now I'm watching them and I don't believe that. But <laughs> Tammy was a very, Tammy was a very flirtatious person. Very. To the point to where I can tell you 
we would be over at their house or they would be at our house. And it was Tammy's Tammy would be the person that I'm sitting here chopping up vegetables for a salad. And literally my wife's right there with me and Tammy just lifts her top, you know, and just, yeah. And flashes us. And, and I'm just like, okay, well, Hey, you know, how about those Cowboys? You know, I don't, I don't <laughs> right. know. What, what do you, what, what do you say? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just so, so awkward. Right. Very. So but, strange. but, but she was an attention whore, uh, to the, to the extreme. I mean, I've never met anybody quite like her, but so let's go back to that night was Frank and Stephanie that were with us. They were also neighbors lived just right around the corner from David and Tammy. And then Lyle and Tina, they lived just uh, a, a couple of, uh, yeah, a block or two away from us. And that situation was kind of short lived because like I said, we're only talking about a month from the time we met till this murder occurred. Right. That's crazy. And, and it was really obvious um, after that murder that, people started acting different and we noticed that and, yes. and Tammy acted different and, and so did Tina and so did Lyle. Now, Tina and Lyle, they picked up and, in the and, middle of the night and moved from their house. Like they packed up all their stuff. We had noticed that Lyle was extremely um, possessive of Tina. Uh, anytime she would come over, and Lyle wasn't with her, like he was constantly like blowing up her phone, wanting to know where she was. And a lot of times, you know, Tina would be over at Tammy's house with us without Lyle, which Lyle also worked for uh, the police department to some extent. I don't know exactly what his position was there, but I do know that after Missy, uh, after her murder, we noticed Lyle started losing a lot of weight. Uh, he was kind of a, a heavy set guy. Uh, he also had a limp, so which we thought was kind of weird uh, at, at first. Yeah, uh, he he was just very odd. But there had come a time where, and I know for a fact. Tina and Lyle were friends with Rusty, didn't know Missy. Tammy and David said that they didn't know her either, but uh, personally. Uh, but I do know that Tina and Lyle were friends with Missy Beavers. And and this is where we think that this is where we think the connection comes in because uh, Tammy was really good friends with Tina. They, they, they spent a lot of time together. We, we, we did our things together, but you could tell, and those two, that's all they wanted to talk about. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a horrible, tragic thing that happened and everybody still to this day, right? They, we want to know, we, we want justice for this, what happened, but I mean, they just, you know, you would literally have to just tell those two, Hey, can we, can we talk about something else? You know, because like, I mean, this is, you know, we get it, you know? And so, but, um, so we'll go back to this. I know Robert had said something about going to a party at David and Tammy's. Do you remember that when you interviewed him? Yes. Okay. Well, that's all bullshit. <laughs> that, 
let me that a swingers party. It was not a swingers party. It was, it was a birthday party for Tammy. It, yeah, it oh. was Tammy's birthday. And because we know it's it's BS because we were there. Yes. Um, and uh, this uh, Scott, Scott, was there. Scott showed up and um, this story he told about them being in bed and David going to the side of the bed and crying. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if that would have really happened. Uh, it would have probably been really, really bad for Scott in more ways than one because he was outnumbered 10 to 1 on that situation. And I can tell you, if David wouldn't have stepped in and done something about something foolish like that happening, one of the other guys there would have. But none of that happened. None of that happened. I know Tammy did. Tammy's the one that invited him. Yes. And he and he showed up by himself. He had told some sob story about his wife had recently passed away and all this. Um, there was a lot of flirtatious stuff going on with Tammy, especially when, uh, well, all of it, when David was not in the room. Yes, and, Tammy had had a lot to drink that night. Um, she was wearing, uh, of course, like she always did, she would wear scantless outfits. Um and she was basically lifting her legs up the whole time. Like, you know, we were all in the living room. She would, you know, flop down on the couch and just acting almost like, you know, a, a young kid would, you know. Can you tell uh, us the time frame of this, like the, well, the it, month and year? Well, if it was Tammy's birthday, that would have been December of 2016, right? Yes. That's correct. Yes. That's correct. Um, and she had, you know, Tammy and I, we, we were pretty close to, like, there was a lot of times, you know, that we spent together and she did tell me, she was like, yeah, I'm talking to Scott, you know? And I was like, Tammy, you're married. Like, this is, you know, it's not right. You don't need to be, you know, messing around on David. He's a good guy, you know? And she's like, I'm just so bored. You know, I, I don't feel like uh, I really have a connection with David anymore. Um, she would make reference to the fact that David had had um, prostate cancer at one point in time and was just having issues in that area. And it was just, I don't know, she, like, like Rusty said earlier, she was an attention whore. Now that I look back, you know, I tell uh, anybody that I talk to that has known Tammy, I just refer to her as the succubus. And if you don't know what a succubus is, of course, uh, I encourage you to look it up because <laughs> she is definitely the definition of a succubus. Interesting. Now, we'll go back to going back to try to connect things to this to this murder. And now. Lyle, this is we we believe there's a connection somewhere with Tammy and uh, Lyle and Tina. That's where we think it goes from, because I can tell you that a SWAT team thing, whatever, with David, that didn't happen. He didn't have a SWAT tactical. Yeah, tactical gear and all that. That wasn't that was not his stuff. Um there were comments made about Tammy opening up a case and it had all these guns in it. That's a lie. That didn't happen either because 
I personally went with David when they separated and got ready to divorce. And I went over there with him and we removed his safe and we removed his guns. And um, I think there was a pistol or something that was missing that, 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 but he had like got that for Tammy, but he was trying to get it back because I think the gun was legally registered in his name. And I don't know if that ever transpired or not, but, but she did always have a gun on her. Yep. She kept a gun with her all the time. Do you know what kind? And now, so I, I think she carried a 38, like a snub nose 38. And, um, but here's the thing. So on the vehicle, there's always been this big controversy about this Nissan Altima, right? Mm-hmm. So, I heard Robert tell you that, that Tammy had a Nissan Altima. That's, that's not true. I've heard something about a black SUV, right? That's not true. David and Tammy, they had a, when we were friends, David had a brand new black F-150 pickup that Tammy never drove ever. I can tell you that. Uh, Tammy had a black Jaguar. And David had a black BMW and then they had a, another vehicle was there that belonged to her mother. That was a silver Dodge, uh, diesel truck with a big giant camper on the back of it. And that's the vehicles that they had, but here's what's interesting. Tammy's son. And I won't mention his name, but cause I, I her kids are all good. They're all good kids. I, I, I think a lot of them, they did have issues, but I feel like a lot of their issues stem from her lack of mothering. Right, right. Um, because her, she had a horrible relationship with her own mother. She kind of uh, had that same relationship with her own kids. So. Um, but but her son, her oldest son, his car fit that description. I can I can tell you that. And I know Robert was saying something about that the car was wrecked and they destroyed it. That's a lie. That's not true. What happened was Tammy was trying to go see Scott in her Jaguar and right down the road uh, or right before you get uh, onto the highway on Middle Othian Parkway, Tammy lost control of the car because it had been raining and she went into a, a light pole and she totaled that Jaguar. Uh but the 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 Nissan Altima that that car wasn't destroyed or anything that belongs to Tammy's oldest son. Now I don't know if if that was the car in in the in the murder in in the crime, but I can tell you that the the make and color of that car was the same. What about the year? Was it around the twenty ten to twenty twelve? Uh, probably, yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I probably so. Yes. And then he said something about a Cadillac. Tammy had a Cadillac. Tammy did not have a Cadillac. Her daughter had a Cadillac. And um, he drive that car well, either. She might have, she wrecked her car after she totaled the Jag. She yeah. She might have, you know, been able to use the car every now and then. Yeah, she might have. But yeah, I know because Scott lived in Saxe. Think it was mm-hmm. yeah uh she would go up to saxy to see scott quite a bit um, you know uh, especially before david finally retired from the police department 
because she had a lot of free time on her hands because she didn't work. She really didn't do anything. Uh, she would go up to Saxe to see Scott. Um, you know, she also claimed to have, I guess, a pseudo tumor. Uh, so she had a lot of health issues. You know, she was in and out of the hospital a lot uh, with the different, you know, she she'd have headaches a lot. Um, I know that before her and I met, she spent several months basically living in her bedroom, not ever leaving the bedroom, uh, you know, just due to her health issues. Hmm. Well, and I, and I'm not sure how much of those were real or, or, or yeah. not, but we, we believe, uh, I mean, I just like, a, I just want to reemphasize that, you know, David and I are friends. I, he is a very close friend of mine and everything. There was just a whole lot of things that were said. And, and I know that, that there was also the accusation made that he's covering it up for Tammy. That's a lie. Yeah. That's we, not, we never thought yeah, that. Never, never. David and I have sat and talked at, at, at you know, at, at length about that. He was so hurt when he found out that Tammy was having an affair with Scott. And and, and we, we knew that because we had went out to, for New Year's Eve. Yes. We, we went to a, uh, a hotel up in Dallas and we went with David and Tammy. We stayed in the same hotel. We all rode together in the same car. And um, the Blizzard of Oz was also conveniently staying in the same hotel that was booked so once all of us had fallen asleep tammy got up and went and joined scott and i guess the rest of the crew from the blizzard of oz uh in their room in the middle yeah. of the night yes. yeah yeah wow. so uh but like i said this is what this is kind of what we think um i, I still think there is the police are involved in this somehow uh, I'm, and when I say the police, I think that I think that there 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 is either it's there's an officer, or a, you know maybe the the officer is a spouse of who committed this crime or a friend, but that's our theory. With us being involved with everyone that we know, is that Tina and Tammy acted totally different after that murder. It was just a totally weird thing. That's all they wanted to, to talk about. And if you look at those videos of that person, um, that, that person in that video is, like I said, it's not the, that, what's that, John, John Lee or the, the police officer? Oh, Bobby Wayne they, Henry. Bobby Wayne Henry. It's yeah. not him. No, way, guy, way, way too small I'm, to be him. He's like my size. I'm like six three, and I weigh two hundred and forty pounds. He's like my size. Mm -hmm. You, you're not that person. Is not the person in the video. That person in the video is not Tina. Uh, Tina was a very. She was very petite. Yeah. Very small, probably five three, five two. She's she's probably closer to you know five foot tall. She was a little, very tiny, person. And. And thin, she was very thin. the the body uh, the the body and everything the the 
the height and the size of that person, the walk and everything, uh, I still can't get over how close I think that could be to Tammy. And I'm, and we think there's a connection there with something that may have went on with Lyle and Tina with Missy, because they were definitely friends. Like that was, that was uh, brought to our attention very quick. As soon as it happened uh, from Tammy and um, from uh, Stephanie mm-hmm. that, that they were, you know, that they were friends and that, uh, that Tina, I think, I think Tina had actually went to her, some of her classes or that's how they met or something, some of her workout classes and all of that. So that's where we think the connection is. I also heard Robert say that, Oh yeah, Tammy's left-handed because we've had conversations about that because I'm left-handed too. That's bullshit. Tammy is right-handed. She's Mm -hmm. not left-handed. Okay. I would with her for her four hour makeup sessions a lot. (laughs) Oh, you know, she was right handed. Um, but you know, even when we hung out together, uh, after Missy's murder, uh, Tammy was getting a lot of messages on her phone, um, on Facebook, uh, from people saying, we know you're the murderer. We know you did this. Yeah, I mean, I even had the I even had the Middle Othian police come and talk to me, and um, I, I was like, I don't I don't know anything about it. I was like, I've never met her, um, you know. And they were Missy, that is. Missy, right? But they were, but you know, they asked they asked me questions. You know, did, how do you know how do you know Tammy, and how do you know uh, Lyle and Tina? I mean, the Middle Othian police asked me all those questions. Uh, there was a phone call that I got and they asked me something and I, and I told them, I said, I mean, I'll be glad to tell you whatever you want to know, but I don't, I mean, I don't know anything. I've never met, um, I've never met Missy. Uh, don't know anything. You know, the, the closest thing I can ever tell you is one time at one of our kids programs or something. I think, uh, yeah. Cause we her, used her, to attend Creekside, uh, church. Yeah. Um, you know, before Missy's murder, you know, we did, of course, go to that church. So, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of speculation that we were involved. We had um, a psychic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this psychic actually, I mean, to the point to where I finally told her, if you don't stop, like, I'm seriously going to, I'm going to have to do something like, mm-hmm. I don't know what, but something's going to be done. She had sent me a map. And uh, I don't know, I, whoever did it did a really good job, but they, they drew a line from my home over to Tina and Lyle's home. And then they drew that line went to, to the Creekside Church of Christ. And then from there, the line went over to David and Tammy's house. And from there, it went back to the haunted house and then come back to our house. And it made this. Triangle. triangle thing and i don't know that I, I mean it, it it was a legitimate i mean i was like oh wow that's pretty cool you know i mean <laughs> what are the odds of that yeah that is weird but, yeah but we didn't ha- you know and i was like look just stop like we didn't have anything to do with this we don't we don't know we you know i've talked to the police and we don't know anything about it um we're, we're not so sure that that we still you know, maybe don't know the person that was involved. We still think, you know, that that's a possibility, but 
the main thing that, that I wanted to bring up in this whole situation is that, um, that's just, I, I mean, correct me. I, my wife's sitting right here listening. I, I think that there's a connection with just think about Lyle and uh, dragging up his family in a matter of just days, yes. packing in up. The middle of the night. Yeah. And, they, and just, they're just gone. They sold everything and they didn't even bother packing stuff. They just sold furniture and everything and left. And, you know, they were friends with, uh, you know, she was friend. Tina was friends with Tammy, all this stuff going on. And then, like I said, these, these emails that they were getting and these text messages about people saying, we know that y'all were involved in all of this stuff. And then they, they would mention um, Tina and Lyle too, when they would send messages or make comment on Facebook or what have you. Uh, almost every time they would mention Tina and Lyle. We always uh, wondered how that got started because we heard that too early on. It was, it was a group of people. It was Tammy, Tina, Lyle. It was never just one of them. And yes. we, we just didn't understand where that originated. We still don't know who and who brought that information out. That's just really odd. I don't know. Um, I do know that there was also one point in time where Tina um, had told Lyle that she wanted to leave him and she had uh, left the house and went and stayed with David and Tammy over in Tammy's mother's side of the house. Um, because I guess her mother did, Tammy's mom traveled a lot. So a lot of times when we would get together, um, we would use Tammy's mom's side of the house, which it was basically a, an extension, um, that was closed off from the rest of the house. She had her own kitchen, her own living area, her own bedrooms. And so uh, Tammy had allowed Tina to stay there for a little while because her and Lyle were having issues. So, which, you know, looking back, which a lot of times, you know, it takes a little bit of time when you look back and you think about things and you're like, hmm, you know, it kind of makes you wonder what was going on at that time. And of course that was, that was before Missy, Missy's murder. How did Tammy, I'm, I'm jumping back a little bit. How did Tammy react when she would get those random messages from people accusing her of the murder? Was she, did she look nervous or was she like, wow, that's stupid. Or how did Tammy react? She would to freak that? out. Like, she, yeah. And, and things like, you know, we would, we would go out and, you know, I don't know, like my, my thing about a gun is if I ride around here in town, usually I don't, sometimes I carry my gun. Sometimes I don't, if I forget it, I just forget it. Um, if I'm, if we're going to go on a trip or we're going up into Dallas or something, I'll carry it with me. I think most people are that way. I don't think I'm the exception to that rule, mm -hmm. but Tammy uh, would keep that gun with her at all times. But she would, she, I mean, when she would receive those messages, she would, I mean, go, she would cry and, you know, say, I can't believe people think I would do this. Um, she, she was constantly trying to reassure everyone around her 
that there was absolutely no way uh, that that she could be involved in that situation. So, you know, um, I mean, and, and over the top with it, we were like, you know, it's not, it's not the end of the world. Like, so what? Somebody thinks that out of you, but if you know deep down inside, I mean, like, I, I was like, why are you so freaked out? Right. It's it? it's like I told her. I said the police came and talked to me, Tammy. Like. And she's like, that, are, are, does that not make you nervous? Because I didn't do anything. I'm just, you know, I'm tracking. I was like, well, if you didn't do anything, then what do you got to worry about? Like, you know, that's what I told him. I didn't do it. I don't know anything about it. And I don't think I know anybody. I said, is there anything that you need to tell me? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, everybody's accusing me and, and I was like, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you that that's, um, that was what, that was what we witnessed. That's what we seen. And, um, it was interesting too, because we didn't know. So, so she was shot, correct? Apparently. See, we, we don't know that. Uh, I don't, I, I had not heard that until we listened to your, the, 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 yeah, yeah, the comment that y'all had made the other what the other day, we, we had no idea. We didn't, we didn't know that. So do you know what the, Tammy's alibi was? Oh, she didn't have an alibi. <laughs> and this is the thing with Tammy. She would like, like we were telling you, think about this. We all went out one night to a hotel, right? And we all went out for new year's Eve. And then in the middle of the night, Tammy's up and she's gone. That's, that's the kind of person she was. So I know that there were times that, that, that David had woke up in the middle of the night and she was gone. She wasn't at the house or he, he, right. He like, you know, I got up last night. I couldn't find Tammy everywhere. I'm looking everywhere. You know, she just got out of the hospital and I was really worried. And then I go outside and he's like, she's in her car with the, with it running with the windows up, you know, on her phone with the doors locked and on her phone. And okay. You know, that could have been an affair. Uh, which yeah yeah, Scott but uh, you know there there's issues there and I and I firmly believe that uh, I don't know I just think he he could he could have I'm sorry he could have he could have been involved in that as well Um, I don't know I just I just know that there was a lot of shady things going on with them and I Mm -hmm. think it went a lot deeper and a lot further than an affair at what and, point um, it, did anybody know, there, it, did anybody in your circle start to suspect Tammy at any point? Oh yeah, we all. I mean, we. we as far as what goes, you talk about, like, the, about the murder. Yeah, about the murder. Did anyone kind of just go wait? Maybe these messages and her behavior. Maybe she did do it. I mean, did anyone in your group ever get to that point? I feel like uh, Rusty and I we had kind of talked about it briefly, like. You know, do you think that this could, you know, be the case? But it was always, Tammy always, in every situation, always plays played the victim. Mm-hmm. Whenever, uh, you know, we were out doing anything or, you know, she would get any messages 
or someone would get pissed off at her because, you know, we noticed over a period of time uh, hanging out with Tammy too, we would get, or she would receive in the mail. Uh, she would have men sending her panties, um, sending her perfume, sending her lingerie, uh, and that it would come to the house. And David would be like, you know, what is this? What, you know, why, why are random men sending you gifts in the mail? She would always play the victim, always, you know, well, you know, I'm having men do this because you don't buy these things for me. So, you know, they will. And I, wow. it, it, she had a very uh, victim mentality. So it was hard to really say, you know, she always had us feeling sorry for her. It wasn't until after, you know, we had found out that she had been seeing Scott, uh, that I was just done with her. You know, I said, you know, you really play on people's emotions. Uh, you play the victim a lot. I said, you are very manipulative. Um, I had sent her this long text messages, basically telling her, you know, I didn't want to have anything else to do with her because she just wasn't a good person. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so my theory behind it was always, you know, that there was something with, with Lyle and Tina, because that was the connection. That was the connection with them knowing Missy and her being friends with her and all that. And then I feel like my theory is, is that something happened there? Tammy got involved, and maybe this this car. I mean, it, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of you know silver Nissan Altimas, but or gray Nissan Altimas, but we kind of feel like there's there's something there, and um, and I do know that at one time that the only time I mean we would see that car there at their house, of course, if her son was there, but there was some, there was one situation where we went over there and then the car was there, but we noticed that, and this was, this was right around that time, but I was outside with, uh, with David and I had noticed that, uh, that the car was there, but, but Tammy's car was gone. And later on her son showed up in the car and I guess he had used the car because him and his wife were, I think they were having some issues or something and something like to that effect, but they were in, in her car and had left his car there. So, I mean, that's a, that's a piece too, that I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to give you an idea of what I think just from what I have seen that, that where there could be a possible, Right. Kind of explains what, how the possibility could have. Right. And I could see, I I could, I could. Right. And I'm not not saying that's what happened, but I, I mean, you know, you think about it, you're a young kid, right. And and your, your mom calls you and says, Hey, why don't you, uh, yeah. Why don't y'all come get my Jaguar? 
and uh, take my Jaguar for the weekend and, and you can just leave your car here with me. Okay. <laughs> sure. We'll, we'll, we'll take the Jag, you know, uh, right. you know, um, and who, who's to know any different, right? That's, that's right. my theory about that. But right. I can tell you if there is anything this, like I said, make it clear from what was said before right. David had nothing to, he was, he was hard. Heartbroken, he was devastated at the at the affair and that everything that had happened had to make things work out, and it just didn't work out for him. Um, Scott, I mean, uh, Robert is uh, a, he was truthful in the fact I said he lied about the gun when in the house that David had a. a lawnmower a very expensive riding lawnmower that i think was about four or five thousand dollars that he that he hadn't even he was still paying on and and scott and tammy stole it they took it out of the house because when i went with with my truck i had a a dually at the time a big one ton the lawnmower he had to learn a motorcycle there we were able to get the motorcycle um but we didn't but we didn't get the lawnmower we didn't have room and then when we come back, they had, they had stole. Um, so, but him talking about the, the, the home and all that, I mean, I really, uh, he kind of went off deep on that stuff. I just know that they're, they're, they're thieves and they're criminals. Right. You, know, you you're living in a $800,000 home and you, you know, that, that, you, that first of all, David, was still making payments on that house, not even living there because he didn't want it to go into foreclosure. And her, her mom, yeah, they owned part of that house, but it was a joint thing between David and, and her mother. Hmm. And, uh, but you don't tell me you're living in an $800,000 home that you're not paying rent on and that your, your mom is on the hook for the, the utilities and things like that. And you're, you're on social media begging for food. I got on there. I got on one of those posts and, and this one person was like, Hey, I'd be glad to help you out. And I got on there and I said, don't give her anything. Don't give them anything. They're, 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 they're liars and they're crooks and they're criminals. I don't, don't give them anything. I was like, they're, they're living in a house four times the size of the one you're living in. Right. right, right. Don't, don't feel sorry for these people. There, there's some bad things going on there. And so, um, I don't know. They are, they are in New York and, um, you know, we, we don't, we haven't heard anything from them since, but I guess my, my opinion, I told you what I know that is the truth. And then my opinion is I, I couldn't say that those, that the person in those videos is Tammy, but I sure wouldn't rule it out. Right. And my linkage would be with, you know, Lyle and Tina and, think about the access they had to that car. And, um, I don't, I don't know. We, we looked at some of those photos and stuff and trying to figure out if we could, I know they had some pictures of the Altima and Winter and I both, we, we thought, but, you know, just trying to look at it, you know, could that be Tammy in the car? Yeah. And, um, she but, had a lot of free time. I know that. Mm-hmm. And she was very active on social media back then, and she kind of like, yeah, she kind of like lived her life out on social media. 
because she had, she had, you know, nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, think about it. She had absolutely nothing better to do. So, but to, you know, post pictures of herself, uh, what was happening in her life. Um, but it was all basically a facade, I feel like. Oh, definitely. You know, and that's so true of so many people that live out on social media. It's opposite usually what's really going on. We did notice back then that there was apparently a party at her house just just hours before Missy was murdered. Is that true? Or was that Um, party a different day? um, um, It's hard to remember back that far. It wouldn't surprise me, though. They were constantly having peace at her house. Um, If if they weren't, I mean, in that span of time, if they weren't at our house... We were there. We were at their house, and mm-hmm. and Tammy was always uh, inviting people over. There was also some people. Uh, there was a lot of people there that she had met through social media, through Facebook. Oh wow! That she had before that would come to a lot of these parties that she would have. Um, again, it wasn't a swingers party at all. I think. That may have been conveyed to Robert through Scott to kind of make Scott feel not so bad about, you know, being a homewrecker. Right. (laughs) You know, uh, maybe making it seem like it was okay, like everybody was, you know, hooking up, which couldn't have been farther from the truth. Because a lot of times, you know, our kids would go over there with us. Uh, Tammy's son, Blake, who is still uh, friends with, our daughter, uh, he was there, you know, so it wasn't always, you know, like, woohoo, a bunch of, you know, mm-hmm. shenanigans. But- a lot of times it was just dinner parties, getting together. Um, like I said, I'm a huge cook. She would cook a lot. Uh, her mom sometimes would get in the kitchen with us and cook, um, you know, which they would fight the whole time, but she would still, <laughs> she mm-hmm. was still a part of it sometimes. Uh, you know, it's hard to recall back that far mm-hmm. uh, if there was a party and, before then. And I'll, I'll add to um, I know that there was another thing that Robert had said when y'all had interviewed him that that Tammy had confessed to i think he said to his wife yes that right that 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 he had that she had whatever committed this murder or something Mm -hmm. i'll go on the record say that i i think that's that's i think that's inaccurate she never said that to us uh i mean i i had come out point blank and said well look you know if you didn't do it why are you so worried why are you so freaked out about all this but Tammy never said anything. She never told me I, I did it or, or, you know, or they'll never find out or whatever. I mean, I think, I think she did make some comments like it'll be hard for them to ever prove this, or yeah. this will, this will be a tough one to, you know, for them to, uh, to solve. It'll probably hope uh, it'll probably never be solved. Uh, things like that. But I just, too many holes in that story. I think, and I'm really not bothered. I, I know Robert, like from, I, I just know him kind of socially, not really. I can tell you, I never seen him at that house. 
and he was never at any of the parties that we ever had. The only interaction we had with him was when we would go out and see uh, them playing somewhere. Right. There was two different times that we had went out yeah. and seen them play. And that's the only thing. And then, uh, and then honestly, Robert, yeah, I mean, he, his wife was always there and they would play and then he would go sit with his wife and then they were kind of, they were kind of gone. And I think when, when also to clarify the night that, that we said, Tammy went out of the hotel room that night to go hang out with blizzard of Oz. That was Scott. That wasn't Robert or his wife or anybody, you know, anybody like that. That was my understanding of it from the next morning mm -hmm. that she had just went with, went with Scott. But uh, 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 just a, a really, um, a really, I don't know, just there's so much negativity with her. And we, we just, you know, finally, I, guess, yeah. I, I, I was done with her a long time. And, and my wife tried to, you know, she tried to hang in there, I think, tried to give her the benefit of some things. And finally, she just got to the point where she was like, I'm, I'm too, but this is what gets me. The two people that we feel could possibly be involved in this murder, one of them jumps up in the middle of the night and moves to, I want to say like Kansas or Ohio. Ohio. It's Ohio. Ohio, right? And then the, the other ones go to New York. And here's the thing. Tammy has no, she has no family nothing up there not and neither neither does scott so why why go to new york why go to upstate new york that's a good to question a small, why would you do that what about the relationship I, I have, between her and her kids i have well it, you know like i said like uh her oldest daughter when we met tammy uh she had absolutely no relationship with her oldest daughter uh, they didn't get along. Uh, they also didn't have a relationship with David's kids uh, because she had, you know, come between that relationship. She barely had a relationship with her oldest son, uh, the one with the Ultima. Right. Uh, he, it was kind of on and off relationship because he felt like she was ridiculous and you know, she had her own opinions about how he lived his lifestyle. Uh, and then her younger daughter, who is extremely close to David, uh, she lived in the house for a long time um, until she went off. Did she go into the Navy, I think? Uh, in the Army. Army. Uh, so then, of course, that took her away from the house. And then their youngest son... Like I said, he, you know, he's been in and out of, you know, trouble and, you know, had different issues, uh, really good looking kid, uh, but didn't make the best decisions, but they all lacked in guidance from her. And I can tell you that David always, when their mother had turned their back on those children, he, they called him dad. And, uh, and he, I mean, I, I, I I've witnessed him, you know, with help them with vehicles and help them with money. And, and to this day, I know, I know that when Tammy's daughter graduated, uh, from boot camp, from the army, um, that Tammy was nowhere to be found. And David, who at that point in time, they were already split up and done. 
he traveled and made the trip out of state to go see her graduate. That's really nice. That does show uh, what kind of that, person he is. And he still, to this day, is is that he's still that kind of person. I mean, I know he still keeps in contact with those kids yeah. and he cares about them. And, uh, you know, but he's also been able to rekindle his, you know, relationship with his own kids. Oh, all that. Yeah, because that was because of Tammy. Now, yeah, he has his relationship with his biological kids now is back perfectly normal. They're uh, everything's good with them and they have a great relationship. So, That's in great. fact, him and his son house a couple of couple of weeks ago. I forgot that his son had came with him. But um, we hope, I don't know, we, just like everybody, we hope that this gets solved. Uh, I just, to me, in this day and age, with the technology we have, with forensics, with everything that they have, it's absolutely mind-boggling to me that they haven't figured this. Yes. it is mind-boggling I got mean, the, the perps dancing around on camera for a long time it, I, 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 that's what i'm i mean i'm, I'm saying we, we 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 know we know how it was done we know when it was done we know where it was done you've got you don't you don't have just a good description you've got a video mm -hmm. for god's sake of the person i mean you you have all this stuff and then it just it just doesn't I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I believe that eventually when it comes out that it'll be somebody, my opinion is be somebody that had ties to, to law enforcement. Uh, and it's not going to be David. I can assure you that, yeah. but it's going to be somebody because they're covering something up. It's, it goes a lot deeper than somebody move, losing their life. It's they're covering up for someone else. Somebody is. And and hopefully we'll find out sooner than later, uh, you know, who that person or who those people are. Well, and, you know, what's interesting, too, is Tammy's dad was with the San Francisco Police Department, our sure understanding, and that she grew up in a law enforcement household. And she would have grown up hearing stories about how the Golden State Killer and I can't the other one I'm drawing a blank on another really high profile killer and how they didn't he, get caught they this that the one i'm trying to think of green river her, no. her, her, was in, her dad i believe was involved in in, in those investigations mm -hmm. and, and everything he was a uh, i know i know david was just uh, you know being in law enforcement himself uh, i know him and david were very close and and that uh, you know that that he he looked up to him. I mean, he just, he loved him. I mean, he had nothing but good things to say about him. And, and, uh, you know, I guess kind of, you know, like I said, somebody he looked up to being a, you know, law enforcement as well. And, and some of the things that, you know, that he had witnessed and, and participated as, you know, in his career. I know Golden State got um, solved finally, but there was another one in that area that never got really solved. And there's pictures that were drawn of them covered from head to toe and looks a little bit like um, the perpetrator in the church for Missy's case. And, you know, if, you know, obviously we don't know who killed Missy Beavers, but if you think about um, the household that she grew up in, she would have been hearing about this stuff. And it might have, you know, it's just kind of interesting to think about. Did yeah. Tammy's mom ever hear uh, the story uh, of people accusing her of the murder? Did she know that? Oh yeah. Oh, what did she you was, think about it? She was livid. Boy, she was. Uh, uh, she, I liked her. 
Uh, she, yeah, she she was, was a really good lady. Yes, and uh, but she didn't put up with anything, and she hated anytime something like that would come up to me. You know, it was my opinion that she always felt like that was shame on the family or something, and she just she hated it. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I can yeah. understand that. And she she stayed away a lot, and when she was there, a lot of times. Uh, I mean, she would talk to us or whatever, yes. but, but I, I can tell you times that we'd been there that she would talk to us and stuff and Tammy would show up and she would go over and, and shut and lock the door to her into the house. And she was done. Um, uh, that's just, I mean, she, the, their relationship was, yeah. I, I would say horrific at best. Yeah. I mean, she fought her mom. She fought her mom over part of that house. And my, my point is, David paid for David paid for that home and your mom and dad paid for the addition that was built on it. And my opinion is that house belonged to them. You had nothing to do with that, but um, she, she definitely fought for it. Here's the other thing too. I know that, that there was supposed to be a court date over some of that stuff and she didn't even show up to court. So she's, I mean, she's in New York. So my question is, are you scared to come down here? If you're, if you're really interested in part of a, you know, of an estate worth that much money, I mean, because I, I would guess, I don't even, I don't know back then, it's been a few years ago, but today on the market, that's probably a, I don't know, a 800, $850,000 home. Yeah. It was, it's, it was a nice. It's and, a beautiful home that they ate. She totally, she was the worst housekeeper ever. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I mean, it was a beautiful home, but I mean, why would you not, why would you not come down if there's, if there's issues with where there's money and, and things could be, you know, could possibly be in your favor. Maybe you could get mm -hmm. some, something monetary out of it. Why wouldn't, and then, like I said, why would you move all the way to New York? Those are the questions I've always had. Oh, those are big questions. And, um, my husband just reminded me it was the Zodiac killer I was trying to think oh, of. Yeah. If you look at the pictures, I'll show it to you. We'll put it on our social media. The Zodiac killer was completely covered up. That's and right. Not exactly in police tactical gear, but kind of the same look with the head covered up and everything. Oh, yeah. The black yeah. hoodie. Yes, and, yes. And the glass. All that, yeah. Yeah, yes. so that, that um, it looks like that Missy's murder could have been inspired by that. That's pure speculation on my part, but. You know, good it, point. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she was really into dark stuff. I mean, which we don't really have room to talk, I guess, things that were in the haunted house business. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little different, though. That's we're just entertainment. That's <laughs> pretending. Yeah. When, when we say people are weird or when we say people are dark, then you know they're, yeah, there's something, there's that's something so there. Funny. Yeah. She worked at your haunted house, just, right? Yeah. Just, Yes, yes, she did. Yeah, yes, she, she did. did. She actually, she actually loved it. She was, and she was really good at it. <laughs> Ironically enough. Yeah, but, she looked uh, like she really yeah, got. She, we saw some pictures of her, and her costumes were like, wow, those were really convincing. They were really, really good. Yeah, I mean, and you know, that was early on. You know, we were still, you know, small time then, and. You know, she really liked being out there. She was out there every night that we were open. Uh, so would you say she was out. a, so would you say she liked dressing up and she was a theatrical person? Oh, extremely theatrical. I mean, cause she was a childhood star at one 
point in time. Uh, I know that she had told David, and, and this was via David, uh, had done some commercials when she was younger, you know, living in California. Uh, and she had actually done some, uh, a couple of television shows, I think when she was younger as well. Uh, so she was extremely theatrical. Uh, she, she loved being, uh, you know, a character <laughs> of sorts. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, it, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her, you know, to be involved in a situation like this. Uh, cause she wanted things to go her way all the time. Do you know of any reason that she would be mad at Missy or do you, in your theory, if she's involved in this, she was just hanging, she was just kind of joining in with Lyle and Tina if they're involved, you know what I mean? So do you think she had her own reasons to be upset with Missy? No, because this is the thing, you know, she would tell me that she did not know Missy personally. Um, and she said that a few times. She was like, I've never met Missy. You know, I don't know her. Um, so that's what makes me think that, you know, her relationship with Tina and because her and Tina were like the best of friends before I came onto the scene. Um, it wasn't too much after that, that, you know, Tina and Lyle had up and moved and cut off all contact with Tammy. Uh, we saw and we, and I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, we saw that play out on social media. Tammy made some dramatic posts about she and Tina no longer speaking. And what caused that blowout? Because Tammy seemed to absolutely love Tina. Why did she have this big public blowout with her best friend? I don't know. And that to this day, so we never got an answer to yes, that. We never, like, I always wondered that myself. Like, how come you and Tina aren't, you know, close anymore, aren't best friends? Um, and I never really got a clear answer on that. She was always very vague. Hmm. Uh, she would, a lot of times she would blame it on Lyle being so obsessive and so possessive over Tina that, uh, and she did say that Lyle did not like the friendship between her and Tina. Uh, and that's why they were no longer friends was because of Lyle. So I don't know. I felt it. I, I felt like it was really strange. Um, but the way that her and I, our friendship ended, um, you know, with me basically telling her I didn't want anything to do with her anymore you know I was like well maybe that's kind of what happened with her and Tina maybe that's true you know Tina saw through you know some of her behaviors and she was very flirtatious with everyone's husband including mine well uh and yeah so I don't know if that might have had something to do with it either I don't know we you know I still to this day I questions we had people tell us and 
we do not know if this is true at all. We're putting that disclaimer out like we do anything else. Um, but we had several people tell us that Tammy was obsessed with Tina and there might have been yes. on, maybe on Tammy's end some um, bisexuality yes. or something. Yep. Yes. Yep. I mean, I, I and that that's what I'm saying. I, and I think. I think whatever happened between those two, whatever they were involved in or with, I think that, uh, you know, the, the hanging rope could swing either way. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they, mm -hmm. they probably split ways, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know, I can sink your battleship and you can sink mine. That's the way I kind of felt like that ended. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and, and yes, because there were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of speculations about that, especially when she moved uh, Tina in with them uh, for a, a period of time. Okay. And once again, she moved her into her into the house while her mom was in California. Oh. Her mom was not real happy with the fact that someone was living in yeah. her home <laughs> and her it, back in her quarters. Was, right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Using using her uh, well, using her into. The and of course, you know, somebody's sexual preferences is none of our business, but I just was saying that some people were trying to say that could have been some type of a motive for um, jealousy well, and all that stuff. Yes. And I can say that Tammy was a very sexually driven person. She used her sexuality to manipulate um, whenever she could, uh, you know, she would often tell me that when her and David would be fighting or, you know, even when Rusty and I would be, you know, in an argument or whatever, she would just be like, you know, just take them to the bedroom. You know, that, it, that was like her solution to everything. So I don't know, you know, I don't know. I know that that was, you know, just a, a, a huge tactic manipulation tactic for her that's why i say she's a succubus <laughs> yeah no i get it we're all going to be googling that after the show right <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness well we really appreciate you coming on and thank you for setting the record straight on those things that you knew to you know not be true and the facts that you have shared is there anything else you wanted to share on the podcast i i don't i don't think so i just uh i know i know that the both of you are, I mean, we creeped on y'all a little bit too. We know you're, <laughs> we know you're vigilant in, in this, uh, quest to try to, uh, to solve this. Um, but, uh, unfortunately I just don't know. I don't know if it'll ever be done. I would encourage anyone who knows, I mean, somebody has to know yes. something. Somebody's got to know something. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I would, I would just hope that someone would come forward and, and one day we'll get, you know, an answer and the family will get some serenity to all this because I can't imagine it's got to be horrible for them. I had, I do have a question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I did see where y'all had said y'all had received a message from a certain someone. Yes. Uh, liberty to say who that is. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go ahead and tell you. It was bizarre, but Tammy sent us a message and said, stop stalking me. And she put a period after each word and capitalized each word. And the weird thing yes. is we have never mentioned her publicly ever. And, until now. And we, yeah, until 
this last episode. And that was, she sent that in February, 2021. And we've never stalked yeah. her, obviously. We don't, <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, stalk, it's like, what? Yeah, we were, we were very confused. We were like, what? <laughs> yeah, when I, when I um, listened to that podcast, I was like, I knew, I mean, you, like I said, you didn't say any names or anything, but I knew that she had to have sent that because that was usually the message that she would send to anybody that would her about the whole Missy situation. So I wonder what she's considering stalking because like I said, in in the very beginning in 2016, when other people mentioned her, of course we were like everybody else. We were like, Oh, who's this girl? You know, let's just kind of look and see, but that's it. We've never, we don't, we don't stalk people. We don't go to their house. We don't call them. We never. So I don't know what she would mean by that. I mean, up until now, we never spoke to anyone who knew her. It was very strange, but we do think that there was this other podcaster that, um, we had shared information with years ago and swapped things. And we think that he was talking to a friend of hers and mentioned us. That's the only thing we can think of. I think he also, he also messaged her. Yeah. He, oh yeah. He messaged yeah. her. Yeah. So, and he was like, Hey, did you know you're getting, you know, you're being um, accused yeah. or you're being looked at for the Missy Beavers case or something like that. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. So, yeah. and yes, he was very by the fact that he was contacting her and couldn't believe that, you know, he would even suggest, you know, her being involved. So I, I yeah. do know who you're talking about. Yeah, we don't have any contact with him at all anymore. But back in, you know, back a long time ago, we swapped some information with him when we first met, you know, we knew him a little while and so, yeah, I think that he's the one that caused her to contact us. That's the only thing we can think of. Yeah, because he would actually message her a lot. And even to the point where I think he was trying to kind of befriend her to see if maybe that was an angle he could get more information from her, you know, using. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, we never uh, ever went close to her, so that was very, very we never did. That's the only thing we can. That's the only way we could explain it, I guess, is so that she, it must have been him. She tell you that he contacted her. He, she would actually show me messages um, that were being sent back and forth to the both of them. Ah, gotcha. So, but it was back, of course, two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. Um, Cause I broke off. I mean, when I say broke off the friendship after I found out about, you know, her having an ongoing heavy duty, you know, affair with Scott, that's when I told her, you know, I didn't want to talk to her anymore. And that was in February of 2017. So we haven't really had any contact after that, but before that's uh, when he was messaging her and contacting her. I think. Yeah, that sounds know, about right. Look, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds about look, like the right timeline. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, she con- we- she contacted us February 2021. And I think that um, that guy was talking to one of her friends at that point And maybe, was it February 2021? Mm-hmm. Or and 2020? Then, yeah, it was February 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And then he messaged her us. around the same time because he showed us. Remember? Yeah, he, yeah, he started up again, I guess. I don't really know. We any never did details. that. We yeah, never did we've any of that. Never, never done that, no. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah. I, 
doesn't keep friends for long. So in a lot of the friendships, something that she has is based upon, you know, um, people feeling sorry for her. Um, because like I said, she does play the victim. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and she does get a lot of sympathy from different people. So, but she doesn't have long lasting friendships. Was there a lot so, of drug use in that group of people? I'm not, not you and Rusty, but was there a lot of drug use in that kind of group of people we're talking about? Not at all, but I can tell you this, uh, my daughter, I have two daughters that would go over to her house and clean her house every now and then. And she had totes and totes of pills under her bed of different types of, uh, medications, prescription medications. Um, so I always thought that to be kind of odd, but she, you know, she did tell me at one point in time, you know, when she lived in California with her ex-husband that she was a heavy cocaine user, but I never saw any indications of that or anything uh, while she was with, which, you know, I think the fact that he was in law enforcement kind of kept her you know, at least off of street drugs. Mm-hmm. I don't know about prescription. <laughs> like I said, there was, there was a couple of totes and I mean, big totes full of prescription medication underneath her bed. Mm. So, but I don't know, you know, about any sort of, you know, like meth use, uh, or anything. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That, that was mentioned in the last podcast too, about all that stuff. And we don't know, uh, we never witnessed any of that Gotcha. Um, right. from yeah. her or any group. Uh, I, I do know there was a guy that lived down the road from them at one time that, that Tammy would have a, every once in a while, she would go down and, and smoke a joint with him. Yeah. But I think his wife put an end to that pretty quick. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she was like, yeah, my backyard, uh, you go, you know, go, Go find somebody else to to do that with, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not with, not not in not in our group. We didn't. We never seen any of that, and, okay. and uh, we couldn't tell you. The people we ever seen anybody. The one that she smoked the joint with is that somebody that she hung out with uh, often. The wife and the they, husband. The, they they were from this this couple. I'm not going to mention their name, but they don't they don't live there anymore. She it was the guy. It was the man. The the husband that she kind of befriended and and I think she's messaging him on Facebook and things like that. Uh, His wife thought was like, no, ma'am. Yeah. Like, um, we're not doing this. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, because they would come, they were, they were some of the parties and, and things like that with us. And then we would go to some of the kids that we would go to the football games. And, and of course our kids were, uh, you know, our kids were participating in all that at the time. And, and, uh, you know, it's just the, it's the parents, right? We were all together. We'd all end up sitting together and stuff like that. But once, uh, once the lady found out that Tammy was doing that with her husband or whatever, she was like, yeah, that's, that's not happening anymore. 
Uh, you, you know, you just, rem- you just, that'll not happen. Right. You just reminded me on the flip side of that, Tammy would post right after the murder, a lot of memes and stuff that said, this is what happens to women who text my husband and stuff like that. And it would, there was this one picture of a woman being put into an oven, like a Thanksgiving turkey. I mean, lots of kind of violent and threatening memes that she had on her social media. And I always thought at the minimum, that's very insensitive. A woman in your small community just got murdered and she was kind of, you know, making murder memes about if you cheat, you know, this is what will happen. If you come after my husband, this is what will happen. If you haven't seen them, I can send them to you. They're crazy looking. Um, oh, oh. I believe it. Like it just looked like <laughs> I a, believe it. yeah, it just looked wild and jealous. And we were just like, what's the, what would cause someone to post a bunch of stuff like that? He actually, so, you know, Being that you're dealing with somebody who was so self-centered, I don't think that she probably even thought twice about that, you know, mm-hmm. being insensitive to, you know, someone else in, in that sense, because she, she was such, I mean, she really is a narcissist, you know, uh, I know. It, and the, and the other thing too, is I can't tell you, I can't count on how many, I don't have enough fingers and toes to tell you how many times we had got a call. Cause well, like I said, we were all really good friends at, at, you know, at one point in time, but countless times she had been in the hospital and admitted in for this brain tumor thing that she had and yeah, whatever it was and all this pseudo brain tumor. I don't know what it was. And we would go up and, and, you know, support in the middle of the night and weekends and, whatever it uh and then now all of a sudden uh she doesn't have she she shouldn't have issues anymore it's just it's all gone away you know i i just i question that i don't know it's pretty wild um so but but i wonder i often wonder if that was a deterrent to keep attention from yes certain things to go a different way you know um and I think you can probably understand what I'm trying to say with that one. Yes. Maybe yes. somebody was feeling questioning. Well, well, where were you at that night or what was going to, Oh, my head, my head. I got, you know, I gotta go to the hospital, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That makes but sense. that happened a lot. And I, a lot, it happened yes, a, lot. a lot. There were several times where we would make trips to the hospital in the middle of the night you know on the weekends leave leave dinner and 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 go to the emergency room and things like that and then now it's just mysteriously from what we've understood anyway it's it's gone away she's she's good and it's got to be because now she doesn't have any insurance or she doesn't have anybody to you know financially take care of her like she used to right um, and she used to she used to post that David took excellent care of her and would always take her to the hospital for her brain drains, and she was very public he, he about did, that. He he did absolutely yes, he did absolutely everything for her, and I mean to the point to where y'all even after he found out about this affair, yes. uh, that's what she would do. All of a sudden, she had this episode, and I remember one time being at the hospital, and I'm like, you know, telling them, "Hey, brother, you know, like she's." And she was like, asking you know, for Scott. Yeah. We yeah. were in the hospital one with him there and she's, and they had, they had had her on so much medication that she's asking for Scott. Yeah, and, telling and David, can 
you please tell Scott that I love him? Yeah. And oh tell gosh. Scott that here. And I'm like, he's like, Scott, like, uh, you know, I mean, and I think at that time he kind of knew, but, but I think that's kind of how it all, yes. it all started. That's so sad. Uh, Did, do you ever recall? A... On the... so, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to ask, do you ever recall an episode, uh, time when Tammy had uh, tried to commit suicide? Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yep. A few times. Yep, and and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a uh, it's it's a horrible situation. I mean, it it really really is. But um, were the were there any suicide attempts before the murder, or were they all after the murder? Um, after. After, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It was after. Yep. Two. There were two specific times that I remember um that that being the case uh and her threatening that and you know just her saying a lot how unhappy she was and how she didn't want to be here anymore uh that there was really nothing. but but to the point that she was she was hospitalized for those incidents i mean it wasn't just like saying uh you know i just feel like ending it all i mean it was it was yeah. uh it was a little bit further than that. Yeah. Like she took so. pills or. Yeah. She took pills at one point and then another time she had put her gun to her head. Yeah. And said that she, you know, she had told David that she was going to end it all. So in front of him. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and like I said, this is, this is a man that, that continued to try to stay by her and do things and help her. And then, you know, and for just to be. And she always like, she was a big money spender, big, big money spender. And, you know, you could just tell like she would exhaust their funds shopping, mm -hmm. but David would still, you know, he would, he would do anything for Tammy. He would do anything to try and make her happy. And yeah. even if sometimes that, you know, them being broke for, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever, you know, her spending money on Louis Vuittons and, you know, uh, just she had so many clothes. She was actually a hoarder. So uh, just so much stuff. So neither of you think that David and Missy ever had anything going on? No, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. That's uh, that, that's good to get that, that cleared up. Other, yeah. That, yeah. That was the other. I can't believe I forgot that one. That was the other thing that was that David had. And I can tell you right now, I would, I would bet anything that I owned that he had absolutely nothing to do with that lady. Okay. Committed to Tammy. Absolutely. He was, he was committed to Tammy. That, that huge thing in their relationship is he, she wanted him to retire from the police department. I'll go ahead and put that out there too. She, when that situation on July 7th happened in Dallas, where the police officers were killed. Mm -hmm. She used that opportunity to convince David 
to retire from the police department. And he did? And he did. Even though she had already started having the affair with Scott and basically knew that she didn't want to be with David anymore, she convinced him to retire from the police department. Hmm. That's so weird. Yeah. And, and to think that anybody, you know, would, would accuse him of anything like that. I mean, I know, I know that I, I, uh, I ran into a gentleman the other day that said that he knew David and worked with him at the police department for years and years. And he said, you know, he said, I believe that guy probably holds a record. He said he, he was a police officer for, I don't know, 35 years or something like that in the city of Dallas. Now he said he never unholstered his weapon, never discharged a weapon. Um, and the whole time. And they said he, he was a, a very well-respected officer in the field that, that everyone in the community just enjoyed him and respected him. And he was just a, He's, yeah, and he anybody, still is. He yeah. still is a great person. Like that. I would think if I would think if you couldn't get along with him, that you probably would need to go seek professional help because he's just, a, <laughs> yeah, he's just, that's he's awesome. just an absolute person. Well, and it was weird that, that those two attract, I mean, that they, you know, that. Again, the attraction would, I believe was sexual though. It was, it was, you know, I think. He found Tammy to be, and she was attractive. Um, I mean, yeah, Scott, Scott saying that she was, no, Robert. What, or, I mean, I'm sorry, Scott, Robert saying she was ugly, basically. She wasn't ugly. Tammy's not ugly. I mean, she, she has, she needs a little time to make up, but, uh, but trust <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, she's not an, she's not an ugly woman. Um, so at all so um yeah and, and and i think he even made the comment well, that not outwardly anyway well not yeah not outwardly uh, <laughs> inwardly yeah but, yeah but uh yeah david david he just loved her though and uh i mean he doesn't anymore obviously but um well hey you know, we got there was to, just there was a lot we have to give him credit for honoring his commitment he was a married man and he probably was just thinking i got to see this through and even though he saw that she wasn't perfect very, he, yeah yeah, he did. he did. And then, like I said, this all the way down to, to taking money and taking possessions and taking things that he had kept from his childhood and she took and pawned and sold. And, yeah. and it was just an absolute horrific thing. And, uh, and, and I think he's still hurt by that to this day. I think anybody would be. Yeah, but, uh, I would be very devastated. Anyway, that makes sense. I, we 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 probably need to wrap up. I know okay. y'all sounds good. Too, well, we, yeah, and we never. I just thought. wanted I just wanted to throw this out there is we never thought there was anything to any kind of conspiracy theory with MPD. We didn't, and especially it's ridiculous to think that MPD would cover up something for a D, a Dallas PD's wife. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, yeah. we've always thought that was so silly. We, we just wanted to throw that out there. When we have guests on like Robert, we listen and we. You know, we but that's something that we don't believe. We've never thought that. I have no. one quick, super yeah. quick question for you. Did yeah. David um, know where Tammy was uh, the night of the murder? Was he at work? Yeah. No, was he working that night? 
you know, I don't know. Now he, uh, I've, you know, I don't even know that I've ever asked him that. I honestly, I don't. I don't either. I don't know. And he did a lot of times. He work in evening shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 would work. He would work at the Dallas Police Department. And when he got off, the what is the big mall up there that he would go to? Uh, North Park. Yeah, he would go to North Park, and he had a contract with them to do security. Yeah, to do to do security after work, and sometimes it would be it could be 10, 11, yeah, twelve o'clock at night or something. You know, before he would he would get in sometimes, but um, yeah, All I right. mean, but no, I. I can't ever say anything about that. I've never asked him. Yeah, that's interesting. I was just, we were just curious kind of to please see if he had any ideas of where she could have been. Well, thank you, Rusty and Wintress. We can't thank you enough. And we're excited about your haunted house getting ramped up here pretty soon. It's that time of year. And we're just so excited that you were on. Thank you for your time. This was a long episode and we appreciate you hanging in there and and sharing your thoughts. All right. Well, Thank you. Very Thank you very much. much. Have a great day. We'll send you a copy of the show when we get it published. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you all so you. much. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. People. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? People. People. Hey. Spread up the black. 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 Covering the clock. Yeah.